Good day. Welcome to Hidden Treasures Revealed, everyone. My name is Sean. I'm here with my brother, Phil, and we'll be here talking about the truth of God. And uh, we will be back with you in just a moment. Have you ever wondered, is there more to the Word of God than just words on the page? Join us for an in-depth journey into the truth of God by means of open Socratic conversation. In Proverbs chapter 2, the Word of God says, If you accept my words and store up my commands within you, turning your ear to wisdom and applying your heart to understanding, indeed if you call out for insight and cry aloud for understanding, and if you look for it as for silver and search for it as for hidden treasure, then you will understand the fear of the Lord and find the knowledge of God. Welcome to Hidden Treasures Revealed. Well, Phil, we're back here together on a Saturday morning. How are you doing today? I'm doing well. It's good to be back again. Back together again. And as we, we've said this before, and it'll be brought out again, that in faith in God, every day is a functional day. Every day is an opportunity to learn and grow. So really... If we put anything on a day that is, we look at it as dysfunctional, then that's on us. So just another good opportunity to be together. And this here, what we're going to be talking about today is very fresh in my mind because we were actually experiencing this yesterday and was even thinking about it this morning before even coming over to do the podcast. This is something that I've been had a lot of experience with before faith in Yah and even now uh, in faith. And that's looking to see joking around, being funny. Is that permissible in faith in God? And really, Phil, as I was thinking about this, this is for everybody that's listening, but it's specifically for us first before it's for anybody else. And was really thinking about this this morning, and I was actually given this yesterday afternoon and verified with Yah. And I'm going to speak to something of a personal matter with me, with being transparent as we talked about with our gathering here recently, we've been having texting back and forth, just seeing how everybody's doing during the day and stuff like that. And I realized it came to mind this morning that here recently, I'm the one that started that and come to, coming to the realization that I was doing that to get attention because I would really be looking for, I really want to see if somebody's going to respond to what I'm saying is somebody going to be laughing at what I'm sending, wanting to get attention from others, and it coming to mind that in faith in God, that the attention that we should be looking to get is from Yah. Now, those that are in the faith of Yah, <clears throat> pursuing that you will be accepted by those people because they're accepted by God. 
and wasn't really thinking about it. It was just, well, just, it's just neat to communicate with everybody. And it is, but what's the thing that was coming to me was what's the reason for this? Is this to communicate and share truth, build each other up, or is it just being funny? And I found, I actually went back and looked at the recent text and there was one text in there about a concept from Yah to review to help with listening and evaluation about hearing from them. But the other parts were, were joking around and being funny. And with me bringing this out, y'all bringing this out, this isn't meaning that you don't joke around or have any kind of humor. I'm not saying that at all. There's a balance in all things, but really to evaluate the reason why we do what we do. And it came to mind, I looked up the scripture and it's in Ephesians five and it's talking about those that are living the life of faith that it was talking about to be careful the way you conduct yourselves getting away from the old way and walking in the, the new way of faith. And it had a, a term of either like you could look at it as coarse jesting or coarse joking. And I was looking into that. And for me, something that I've had in my life is a lot of wit. Wit meaning that you're really quick and clever to bring back responses, funny anecdotes, things like that. And it was actually something that Messiah himself brought to my attention, and he told me clearly that watch the wit and really evaluate how you're using wit. Are you using wit to get attention on yourself? Are you using that wit to deflect attention off yourself? What are you using it for? And with this aspect, it was interesting because I looked up the word wit, and an older definition was with wisdom. So you can have wit from a godly perspective is you have wisdom. You have a response that you can give back to somebody that is true and fair and just, and you can be quick with answers where you can take it to a positive side and not meaning that you're just using it for a funny attention perspective. And I just, I'm just speaking for me that not even thinking about it, realizing that a lot of the, joking around and finding this was to get attention on me, not realizing by getting attention on me that I was putting other people down. Doesn't matter if it's intentional or not. If you're putting somebody down, making a joke or making fun of somebody else in the way of faith in Yah, that's not appropriate because how would Yah be in this situation. And that's the thing to evaluate is why in faith in God, why do we do the things that we do? It's not saying that specifically things are right or wrong, but why are we doing it? Because if you keep on doing something over and over again and expecting different results, it's insanity. This is just another way to bring attention to something that you may not be thinking about. I wasn't really thinking about it until uh, Phil, you had sent a text on because we were on the, the little texting tree there. And it made me think of myself. I was like, wow, I didn't even realize that I was actually doing that too, because you get into something funny and you're not thinking about it until you really stop yourself. Why am I doing this? Is this really appropriate to do? Am I 
unintentionally putting somebody down. Maybe somebody is taking something that I'm looking at as a joke and to them, it hurts their feelings. They may not say anything, but why am I bringing this? Am I making fun of somebody's stature? Am I making fun of somebody's demeanor, their looks? Why am I doing that? Am I putting them down to get attention off of myself because I feel that I'm lacking something? And it's just something to to think about because we shouldn't be using the vulgar language. We shouldn't be joking around and making fun of people, things that are in the world that's inappropriate because we're called to walk the life of Messiah, which is in truth and in love. And it's an evaluation of why we're doing what we're doing because from evaluation, I'm not getting from Yah that we don't ever have times where we have a joking time or some kind of humor. But really evaluate why you're doing it. Should we be spending more time building each other up with the truth of God? Disciplining? Should we be like everybody else in the world? Of course not, like everybody else in the world. And just some things, just thinking about it, you don't realize you you are bringing a joke, putting somebody down. You don't realize that that could hurt somebody. They have a struggle. And that makes it harder for them when you're just looking to have fun. So yes, we can have fun. We can have fellowship, but really the, the focus of this is to really, are you doing these things and just not recognizing them? You, and some people may not be joking around. Maybe they don't really do that, but this is more of a focus for us and faith in God is what is the appropriate conduct? What is the appropriate behavior for those in faith, we should be spending more time on not the negative side of people and the things that they're doing, quote, wrong or inappropriate. We're not saying that we don't bring out things if somebody needs a correction as a help, but how much more do we focus on the negative of somebody and the things that they're doing wrong or the things they've done in the past instead of the positive things? Well, look how this person is moving forward in faith. You're really coming along. You're really doing this well. You're doing that well to encourage people and build them up instead of tearing people down. And with this, there is, for me, there was no intention necessarily in it, but it's still evaluate because Messiah wouldn't have come to me and said, really evaluate the wit because I know with certainty for me that I would bring the wit and the jokes because of feeling inferior, feeling that I'm not accepted and I'm going to put on this funny front to get attention on myself or deflect attention off myself. And now is that really necessary? Is it really necessary to looking to gain attention and acceptance from others when I know that I'm accepted by God and that those that are accepted by God will accept me? So what does it matter if somebody accepts me or not in this world, because ultimately when Yah accepts you, that's the place to be because it wouldn't, at that point, it doesn't matter if somebody else likes you or anything like that. Did Messiah go around making jokes and things to get attention or he spoke truth and lived right. And that will gain attention on you, but your focus shouldn't be to get attention on yourself. It should be, if there's any attention that, well, look at this is the way to live godly. 
pay attention to this, like uh, Paul had said, that follow me as I follow the example of Messiah. So don't look at me as the, the mark or the way to go, but look at Messiah, but make sure that I'm following in line with him. And if I am, then follow the things that I'm doing, but make sure you're following him first uh, in the situation. And this is something that is so easy to get into that you don't even think about. I even found myself yesterday at work. We have a little texting, what I call a texting tree, a little Teams app, and somebody will say something, and then I'll put something funny in there, and then they'll do something back, and they'll say something else, and it even hit me as I was doing it. Well, here we go again, looking to get attention on myself to, oh, Sean's the funny one, because then that way I can either, one, hide something, not letting you see who I am, you know, my being honest in this or not. <clears throat> I even know from me from growing up and watching comedians that there's comedians that will just bring things on people and make jokes. And a lot of that is because they're hiding their own struggle. And even we had talked about this a while back, even Robin Williams, the comedian that it looks like, man, he's really happy and everything is great. And he's being joking and funny, but then he's in depression and ultimately took his own life because of, all the struggles, he's using the humor and the wit to hide the pain. So circling this background, the, the purpose for this, for the podcast, for those listening in, is if you're seeking with all your heart, if you're on the journey of faith, that really evaluate the reason that you're doing the things that you're doing. You may not even realize why you're doing it. And that will give opportunity for you to really evaluate, take this to Yah and ask for help. But when you get into this with the joking, some people will wonder, are you joking? Are you being serious? Or, you know, really evaluate while we're doing different things because we are called to be in the world, but not of the world. So what does the world do in these situations versus what does Yah say about these situations? And it's not that right now we're going out and we're having these things with people in the world. It's people that are in the gathering, but is it really beneficial to be using the communication together to be always funny and joking? Or is it more appropriate to use that in a balance, but use it more for building each other up? Because in the word it says, you know, to use the, the um, opportunities to build each other up and help each other get away from the filthiness and the, the language and the coarse joking things that aren't appropriate. And it's just to be able to evaluate what is appropriate and what is not appropriate. So with that being said, Phil, I'll give it to you if you have any thoughts on this, um, this topic. Well, when we talk about this, it is important for people to understand that there is a time to laugh, time to cry. There's, you know, there's a season for everything. And it's not the fact of, uh, that, you know, joking around is wrong. It's that we need to be very careful with how we joke. Are we being coarse and coarse doesn't have to mean like, uh, provocative or that type of thing. Just, 
course is something that's hard, that's rough, that's, you know, so if I'm using you in a, in the, and you're the butt of the joke, then I'm being coarse to you because you don't particularly care for it. It's interesting because you can consciously be like, that doesn't bother me. There's, you know, there's people saying things and different things, but here's what you don't know. And, and again, you may seriously mean that, but what happens is it's what's in your subconscious that you don't see yet that somebody makes a joke and it digs or it flips a switch within you that something from your past that's, uh, <coughs> you know, sometimes I, or a lot of times, uh, just different, varying different people get jokes like if somebody's shorter, uh, and they, you have the short jokes, and, well, they live their whole life not liking the fact that they're short because they want to be tall, and they think that everybody needs to be tall, and, but there's this pretty much an equal amount of people across the board as far as height, uh, and height really doesn't matter, but I... Uh, you make a comment about, you know, somebody who's uh, short, you know, as a joke, and you don't think about how does this affect them? And and that's where the problem is, is when you're using somebody else as a butt of the joke, but here's what happens, and you don't even realize it. There's a switch that flips in you. When somebody hits one of those triggers that, is in your subconscious that then now without you thinking about it, you joke back, but you dig again into something of them. <clears throat> You're not intentionally uh, doing it as a revenge perspective, but subconsciously it's a protection. It's a, it's, if somebody, uh, if somebody goes to uh, swing at you or something, you're gonna you're gonna jump or you're gonna throw your hands up to try to block or whatever. You're going to go into some sort of defensive mode, and it's not the conscious perspective that is the issue more than the subconscious that you don't realize that you end up getting into like uh, you then try to divert the attention. So that, okay, the joke was made about me. So now I'm going to divert the attention back to you or over to somebody else. Uh, and again, it's not the joking that's the issue. It's the uh, how it affects somebody else. And we don't think about that in the midst of it. And that's that's part of the reason for being careful with it. But Here's what's interesting, Sean, is this what we're talking about here is not the problem, okay? This what we're talking about is a symptom to a bigger problem. And this is uh, the avenue that we need to understand so that we can not just stop uh, joking in a wrong way, but that we can also have conversations in a right way. Because the issue is uh, that 
in this world, people do not know how to have, on a regular basis, good, positive conversations. Most conversations will start by me putting you down or by me putting somebody else that we know down or I I saw something happen and I'm putting that person down because they did what they did. And then we start having a conversation about that negative thing because we don't know how to have good functional communication because we're not trained that way in the world. And for this reason is why that you can do a thousand good things at your job and people will not talk about those. It's the one bad thing you do that gets talked about. Why? Because, oh, Sean did something bad. So now I feel better about myself because he did something bad. So I'm going to point it out. Well, that takes the spotlight. And we've talked about the spotlight before you're, Somebody tries to shine the spotlight on you, you try to grab it out of their hand and shine it right back on them or shine it on somebody else. And that's kind of what happens with the type of joking where you're actually putting somebody down. Or, and it's not your intention in your conscious mind to put somebody down. You're, and even in your subconscious mind, it's not your intention to put somebody down. Your intention is to, to divert the attention that you're getting away to somebody else. And it's interesting. I I didn't see this in my, uh, in the past until we really started digging into this and uh, looking into it, that it's everywhere. Just watch people listen to yourself. When you go to talk about something, it's, probably going to be from a joke or is going to be from something that negatively affected you or negatively affected somebody else. It's not that we don't have times of positive conversation. What the problem is, is that more often we have times of negative conversation. Some conversations in relationships or a lot of conversations and relationships are built off of what you did wrong, how you didn't do something for me. And I'm telling you, and then you have to turn around and that's where fights and quarrels come from. I, because we don't spend enough time building uh, each other up. We spend more time tearing down without even thinking about it. And that's, this is why we talk about this is because it's not that you're consciously purposely doing it. It's what you're programmed. It's, it's how you're brainwashed to uh, protect yourself so that, well, I'm being put in the spotlight and I don't want to be in the spotlight in this perspective because it's negative. So I'm going to walk over and grab the spotlight. I'm going to turn it and turn it back on you. I'm going to turn it on somebody else instead of just, you know what? I'm going to flip the switch off and see this is a twofold thing because I'm not responsible for how you feel and you're not responsible for how I feel. 
and, and I'll explain. It's up to you and me and anybody else to have our mind in a position and a condition that truly what other people say don't bother you. And you can work on that, but it's not ultimately, and I'll, I'll give the other side, but ultimately it's not your responsibility to make me feel good or to make me have peace or comfort. No, that's, that's up to me because that's all internal. Okay. On the other hand of it, that does not give me the right or the authority just to say and do whatever I want to you because, well, you're supposed to control yourself. No, well, in faith, it's a two-sided perspective. I'm to control myself in not letting what other people say bother me, and then it's my responsibility to evaluate what I want this said to me. Why am I, why am I responding in this way instead of, no, you know what? I'm not going to respond because I don't have a need <coughs> to take that spotlight and shine it somewhere else. And again, this is not something that people consciously do. It's just programmed. I mean, if you evaluate the conversations that you have, and you, me, everybody, a lot of them will start off of either a joke or something that happened. And even most of the, most of, uh, the jokes that people use are at the expense of somebody else. They're, they're bringing up, okay, a real-world situation happened where somebody did something that to you it was silly, but to them they were trying and they were trying to do the best they could, and you joke about it because it, it struck you as funny, but when they hear that joke, it's not funny. It hurts. And, again, your responsibility for is for you for which you allow to hurt you. Here's where the kicker is. You've got to recognize your hurt before you can act appropriately. And that's why taking a little more time to respond. See, you get we get into witty things where you're just, you know, spitting off puns back and forth and here and there. We're not thinking through the process. It's just somebody says something, something else says something else comes to mind and then something else comes to mind. And again, we're not against joking. You know, it, it, there's good, clean, fun jokes that you can use, that you can have uh, that will be okay the biggest majority of your comedians, the time spent on ridiculing somebody else, uh, put into the light, okay, that I, The Rock and um, 
oh, what's that comedian? That that? Kevin Hart. Yeah, Kevin Hart. And you look and watch them two in a in a in a like an interview or something, and everybody's laughing and but they're ridiculing each other. And when one ridicules the other for the sake of laughter, then here comes another that then he uh, he turns that back. And I don't know if you've ever seen them two together being interviewed, but they will sit there and they'll they'll do that. And they're laughing along the way. But what happens is your laughter a lot of times is a cover-up for the pain that you feel because I don't want you to know that you hurt me. But I'm going to display it by jabbing back at you. And again, it's for the sake of humor, and, and they can sit there and say, oh, no, that doesn't bother me, that doesn't bother me. But if they're honest and they dig into their uh, their lower conscience, they realize that those things are hitting on things that were tragedies and were things that, that they really struggled with in their uh, youth that they never get to go away because you keep putting it in front of me. You keep putting it in my face. And so it's not just joking, but it's just normal everyday conversation. It's why you do a thousand things good and do one thing bad. And the focus goes to the one thing bad because that's the way we're programmed. And then not only does your boss have to tell you about it, but then other employees hear about it and they got to talk to each other about it. And then they go home and they tell everybody else about it. For what? For, For what gain and what benefit? And if you're not seeking God with all of your heart and you're not seeking truth, don't pay attention to what we're saying. That's a reality. But if you want to live your life in accordance with the truth of God, we need to be doing more thought process in the midst of the uh, conversations we have, the joking, the the, uh, comments that we make about somebody else. Because from faith... We're supposed to build each other up and not put them down. And the whole texting thing yesterday just happened to, uh, for me, after about three or four texts, I was, I was like, now this isn't, this isn't right because I could see where I started to see in my lower conscience where I was uh, sending a, a picture with a comment about uh, Edward or uh, making the, the comments back and forth and not in the moment that I did it, I didn't see it. But when I was evaluating afterwards, I was like, wow, because for some reason there's something in my lower conscience that still bothers me and therefore this is the uh, this is my issue because it's not that somebody else says something and somebody I should be okay with somebody joking anything about me 
but it's my responsibility to make sure that I'm being on guard when I'm looking at things because there's so much that we have in our lower conscience that we don't know. And that just happened to be, I just happened to catch it yesterday. I, uh, in the joking, I was like, wow, I'm digging back. I, it's, it's kind of done in a way that you're, you're not trying to give the appearance of you're digging back that I'm, Oh, it's just a joke. But if you stop and evaluate, your what's going on in the lower conscience it, it's a dig back why because that i didn't like that and that that hurt and uh, i i i need to get the attention off of me so i'm going to throw the attention back on you or on somebody else and i uh, so it, that was kind of the one of the reasons why i uh, had sent the text about you know, maybe we should be careful with what we're doing because it wasn't about, I wasn't saying, well, Sean, he shouldn't be talking to me like that or, or Edward shouldn't be making comments like that. No, I was like, no, I'm doing this because somewhere. And sometimes you have to dig into it to see exactly why or where it's coming from in your lower conscience so you can not let things like that bother you because you may have people in the world who don't care about God, who are going to try to ridicule you. And the best thing we can do is be able to control our own mind to where, no, this truly doesn't bother me. Um, but this, the joking part is just a simple symptom because for one person, I uh, joking is how they, get their their digs back uh for other people it's putting somebody down and and since we've talked about this i see this more it's more prevalent and people don't understand they're doing it like my son and his uh girlfriend they you know we were cleaning out a camper yesterday and just you know she she was making negative comments and I, uh, there was no, nobody was saying, uh, given more positive comments about the situation rather than negative comments about, well, this stuff is here and that stuff is there and then find some more stuff to clean out. And it's like, what does it matter? Are, are you here to help me clean up? You, you voluntarily came to help me clean up why are you going to sit there and make a, a big deal of it? And that's what we do. We, we look at somebody else and we talk about what their problems are. And we don't even realize that we're directing the attention away from ourselves because of our own issues, the own, the things that bother us. And so we're going to put that attention on you. So it's just really important that we, or as we grow deeper in faith, we've talked about this before. We, the the boundaries for us get tighter. Uh, we're not permitted to uh, just do anything and everything to do, and it's going to be okay. That now we're 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 in faith. We want to walk like Messiah did. I uh, and any of the joking. Here, here's what hit me with the joking that that uh, we were doing and have done in the past. 
This was the thought that hit me. Would this be a conversation back and forth between Messiah and Abba? Would you in prayer be talking to the the, uh, unity of God about, uh, you know, from that perspective with the, the jokes from that fashion. No, I, I know I, I don't sit there in prayer time and, and joke like that with God, but there are some humorous times that I have with, with God, but it not from that perspective. And so if I'm not going to do that with God, why am I doing it with others? And again, this is for me to dig into. This isn't, I'm not blaming anybody else for what they've said to me. I'm blaming me for what I've said and looking into, okay, well, that that uh, dug at something in my lower conscience. I'm going to have to spend some time and dig into it and try to figure it out. And once I see it, then I can make some corrections in the process of it. But we are in faith, professing faith uh, with God, I. Uh, Our intention is to walk as Messiah did, and we continually increase and get better in that. And it's because we come across things like this, and we decide that, no, that's not appropriate. We're going to make a change. We are not perfect. Messiah, when he was here, was not perfect. He was uh, working in the process of perfecting, which is what we're doing. And then once he ascended into heaven, he was fully fully perfected. And we can uh, take lessons from Messiah was there coarse joking with the disciples. Now, I'm not going to say that he didn't joke. Now, we don't have the Bible's not a joke book, although we've made jokes out of it before in the past. Uh, And we just, again, we just want to be careful that we're not ridiculing somebody else. That's where, uh, like, racial jokes I get into putting down somebody else's race because of what? Because of a perception that you have that you've got to make them less than you. So therefore, I'm going to joke about them and make it funny things that they do. And for me, it was just a an eye opener to look at it and say, I've never had a back and forth with Messiah like that. I've had uh, humorous moments with them, but not like the, the back and forth that goes on. And it's not just through the text that we have. It's when I'm out, you know, if I stop by the job that I used to work at and I see those people, I'll go right into the same thing. Somebody will say something and then you just go right, (coughs) right back without, thinking about how is this going to affect the other person? And it's the problem is not just with us, it's with everybody that we associate with. Because if I'm putting people down for the sake of humor, how can I win a good name in the sight of others, like the Bible says, that I'm to do? And so we want to find a balance in humor just like we want to find the balance in anything else and really 
stop and well is is this what am i doing here why do i you know you get that knee-jerk reaction to respond to somebody says something why do i have the feeling i need to respond quickly there's because the bible says quick to listen slow to speak not not quick to speak slow to listen and if i'm listening then i'm going to evaluate wow that that dug at my lower conscience uh because of issues i've had in the past that's not the other person's problem but what I'm going to do is I'm not going to tr- stop you from joking. I'm just not going to send it back. I'm not going to give it back to you because the appropriate thing to do is just find it in myself, deal with it, and then move on. I had thought about this and mother brought this back to my mind. I'm going to share a personal experience with this where from the other side, it was unintentional and just seeing how joking and saying things that are funny, making light of something that you can hurt somebody and not even realize it. And that can build resentment and which is a thing that we don't want to do moving forward in faith and y'all having this knowledge. And here's what it is. Uh, My wife years ago diagnosed with cancer and took it upon myself because of the job that I was doing and having medical bills to pay, applied and got a second job. And I actually worked this second job for almost six years on the side of my full-time job. And I worked at an animal hospital. I was walking dogs and taking care of like a kennel, kennel area. And I remember this and, and how y'all would bring things to mind and not even thinking about it until now that I don't remember. And not that it didn't happen. I just don't remember my dad saying, Hey, you know, good job on working the second job. You know, that's admirable because your wife is sick and you taking on two jobs. That's a big responsibility. That that's must be a lot to deal with. And like you said, you take it as a dig and, and I'm convinced it was unintentional. It wasn't an intentional thing on my dad's part, but what he would say was, and when he would say this, it would dig on me and, and I would get frustrated with it. And what he said was, well, are you like, for example, we wanted to do something and I was like, no, I'm working. And he's like, were well, you working at the dog place? And when I heard the words, the dog place, which you could look at it, it's an animal hospital. It's a place where dogs and cats go. But I took that as, oh, you're working this menial job at the dog place when you could be doing other things like, why are you doing this or that? And I took it personal and I would get frustrated at that. Like, why are you not looking at me as doing this admiral thing? And what had happened was what I realized now was is I took it personal and I took it as, are you calling me a joke? Like not a joke. You're calling me a joke or looking at me like a joke. Like you're not taking me seriously in this. And it's like, in my mind, the reason I'm doing is, well, I just want to do the best for my family. Now there's the other side of this as, did I verify with you on that? No, I just did what I thought I should do. And it could have went a different way, but that's another conversation for another time. But with this coming out here, here's what Phil, as I was sitting here, this was given to me. I, I didn't realize this. 
Do you see your own self as a joke? Do you not take yourself seriously? And I was thinking about it for me that one of the reasons why, and and again, I hadn't seen this, is I'm thinking that others see me as a joke. So therefore, I go along with, well, I'll just joke back and forth because you see me as a joke, then I'm going to joke back. And I was like, are you taking yourself seriously? And I balance that, and I've set my mind that I am because Yah takes me seriously. Yah doesn't look at me as a joke. I'm, I'm convinced you don't look at me as a joke, that I'm not a joke. Uh, I'm, I'm a person in faith. I'm a child of God, that, that it's a serious thing. My life is serious. That doesn't mean that I'm going around just all serious and rigid, but faith in God is a serious thing. The life of God is a serious thing. It's not a joke. And it made me think of how many people saw Messiah as a punchline. He's a joke. Well, these people, they're just full of, of wine. And and Peter, no, they're not drunk. They're filled with the Spirit. It's not a joke. We're not joking with you. It's a serious matter. So this goes a whole lot deeper, and I'm just for myself, of I haven't thought about this. There was a, um, a nickname given to me in the gathering, and I was just thinking about this. Is, is this appropriate, calling me Shawnee Pastrami? And I was like, am I... And I'm not sitting there like, don't call me that. But it was like, are you putting me, I remember thinking this, are you putting me as a piece of meat? Now, again, not an intentional thing, but I was like, that's not who I am. I'm not a piece of luncheon meat. I'm, and I know we did this before with Josh. We we were joking around calling him baby bop. And y'all said, is that the appropriate way to call? And it's like, no, we're not doing that. And, and it's a joking thing, and I'm not sitting there like it's bothering me or anything. It's just it came to mind of how many times I've looked at other people, and this is why this is coming out for me. I've looked at other people as a joke. Like, man, what a joke that person is. Well, that's disregarding a soul that can find faith in Yah that if they don't find faith, they're going to be put in the abyss. So why am I looking at somebody else putting them down as a joke? Are you living your life as a joke? And then when the serious time comes, and you have to stand before God at the right throne. There is no joking. This isn't a joking matter that if you didn't have faith in me, then you're going to be put over there. And it is no joke. It is serious. So with this and y'all giving me this here, it's just like this, the things that we get are for us first before anybody else. And I'm just seeing some things that I hadn't seen before that you just don't even recognize that you're doing and using the joking as a cover a mask for the pain to divert things away instead of being transparent. Wait a minute. Why am I joking like this? Why am I doing this? Am I, why am I putting other people down? Cause if I'm putting other people down, then there's an issue with me because the word of God says that each person will be repaid for the wrong they've done. And there is no favoritism. So if that's the case, y'all will deal with all these other people. I don't need to put somebody down. But the reason that we put them down is because we want to take the spotlight off ourselves instead of, no, let the spotlight come on me. Let the light of God shine on me. I'm okay with it. Instead of putting other people down because you're trying to make it as though you're in a better position than somebody else. And really, the only way to be in a better position is to be in faith in Messiah, to be in him where you're in the, in him and everybody else before that, everybody's in the same position. Everybody's going to end up in the abyss if you don't repent. So how do you think that you're putting somebody else down when 
without faith in Yah, you're in the same position as them. You're quit trying to put them lower. You're in the same position. So did you have? Well, it's interesting because when you spoke about that little thing about Shawnee Pastrami, I, that wasn't, that wasn't even a joke when it came out. It, it kind of turned into it when it kept being repeated, but the, I mean, that came from a five-year-old. Okay. Five years old. He, he, he doesn't even know what pastrami is. He probably doesn't. If you ask him, uh, you see him, you ask him, uh, what is pastrami? He doesn't know that that was as a five-year-old. It was a word he heard. Maybe his parents, maybe his dad said something because his dad does some cooking that he said something about pastrami. And in his mind, that just Shawnee, Shawnee's pastrami. And uh, that's how uh, that's how some jokes start is just from a serious perspective. Uh, but the the reality in it is, is that one, it wasn't even when it that first came out, he wasn't joking. He he was just saying something that came to mind. It wasn't a he wasn't digging at anything. He wasn't trying to, oh, I know Sean, I'm gonna No, he's five years old. He didn't know exactly what he was doing. It's what was done with it after the fact. And part of the the issue, and this comes from uh some of this comes from a song that we just listened to that Victoria played. And the lyrics say, if I'm honest, I'm not being honest. Well, if, if, and I don't know, but if that bothered you, it would be your responsibility to say, Hey, just letting you know that bothered me. I'm not saying, you know, I'm not trying to put you down or tell you you're wrong, or I'm just telling you that that bothered me so that we won't bring it up. You know, just like the, the thing with the baby bop with Josh in the past, where we were doing that and it was funny. It was funny, but not thinking about, would you want to be called baby bop? And I, uh, of course, from the old Barney shows, I, uh, and so that is how it starts. And again, if something truly doesn't bother you and I, uh, you know, somebody makes a comment, Shawnee Pastrami, and other people, oh, Shawnee Pastrami. Because at first we would just, it was just kind of like, well, where did that come from? It was kind of, it was, it was just funny that it was just kind of out of nowhere. It wasn't from a any kind of a dig perspective. Go ahead. I just entered, actually, that's just coming to mind. I'm thinking I might have been the one that said that, not him. Like he may have heard me say it because I'm, I mean, honestly, I don't remember, but it's coming to mind. I'm wondering if that sounds like something I would say, not necessarily him. Maybe I brought it out. Well, possibly. at five years old, he heard, uh, I he heard Shawnee and he heard Pastrami and somehow he put them together. I mean, that's just, it's, it's the way the mind works. And there was not, it wasn't even a joke when he had said it, it was just Shawnee Pastrami and I, uh, but the, the, the key in it is being honest. And it's, it's funny because I, uh, a while ago, Anna Ruth put up the challenge 
and I'll put up the challenge to anybody who's seeking with all of your heart. Choose a 24-hour period and decide that you're going to be perfectly honest all the time in that 24-hour period. You set your mind to do that and evaluate, you're going to find out that you're not honest most of the time. Even if you hold something back because, well, I don't want you to know it or, you know, whatever reason it is, we are not honest. This is, this is where it stems from. This is the problem. Instead of me saying, hey, Sean, you know that text you sent that I, uh, that affected me from something in the lower conscience. It's not your issue. It's mine, but I just wanted to let you know that. Well, if you still want to try to use that against me, that's up to you. I, uh, my responsibility is say, okay, well, I saw this and, uh, it bothered me. So I'm going to give Sean the opportunity to know that it bothered me. But what we do is we automatically go into defensive mode and, that's something that we have to be really careful of because when we're defensive, we're, we're not going to be nice. And it's about acceptance. If you're saying something that's digging in my lower conscience, then I'm not being accepted. So now I have to do something. So I'm going to make jokes to get people to laugh at what I'm saying so that I can feel like I'm accepted. And it's all in the sake of being accepted is one of the biggest reasons between that and self-preservation are the two biggest reasons why we do things that we shouldn't do. And so it's just important that if you, we live in a world where you're not taught to be honest because, well, that's going to hurt somebody's feelings, so you don't talk to somebody like that. Well, if you're not intending to hurt somebody's feelings, but they're doing something that's not appropriate, then it would be better for them to know and you tell them in a nice way than for you to just ignore it and then they keep doing it and it keeps bothering you and it just it just builds and builds and builds and that pressure cooker builds up and then eventually you blow your lid and everybody gets hurt in the process. And it, it happens with arguments and I mean, all different areas because people want to be accepted, but they, in order to be accepted, I do the thing that I shouldn't do, which turn around and make you feel like you're not accepted instead of, no, if something bothers me, and it was like yesterday when the texting was going back and forth, I, w I just started to think about it, and I was like, wow, why am I doing this and then digging into, oh, wow, that was a dig, a dig, and it doesn't have to be a dig back. You could say something, and then I could say, then like what happened yesterday, then I turn it to somebody else, and then while I'm getting the attention, I've got to get the attention off of me. So I'm going to put it on somebody else instead of, no, you know what? This is an issue. This bothers me. And I've got to figure out why it bothers me. It has nothing to do with a godly perspective. And therefore I'm not going to let you affect me. If you want to try to ridicule me, go ahead. Now, 
we know from a faith perspective that that's not our objective goal is to ridicule other people. We should really be in a position where we want people to be honest. But what happens when somebody's honest and they share something, it gets turned into a joke by somebody who's insecure and they, they talk about it to other people and they joke about it to other people and they, because of their insecurity, they use your insecurity and it's just a big mess. And most of the time you're not honest. If somebody asks you a question and I challenge everybody, at least those who are seeking with all of their heart to be perfectly honest to the absolute best you can, that you set your mind, I'm going to make sure that I tell the truth and you will see, you will see that you hide things for many different reasons. A lot of them are not that you're hiding it from the other person to protect the other person. It's that you're hiding it from the other person to protect yourself. And there's varying different reasons why, but the biggest thing is that we're not being honest. And we've talked about this in faith. Our objective goal is to be transparent. We want people to know who we are, what we're about. If you don't like who we are and what we're about, we don't need to put it on you or put it in your face. And think about how you have, this was one of the things that got me as even as an eight-year-old child growing up was how the different denominations in Christianity would have jokes about like the, the Baptists would have jokes about the Catholics and the, the Presbyterians would have the jokes about the Baptists and everybody had their own. Well, why? Because you're putting them down in order to build yourself up. And if you're all unified, why would you be doing that in the first place? And I can remember as an eight-year-old kid, that was one of the questions I asked my mom. I was like, I don't understand. If they're supposed to be uh, the same and about God, how come they're putting each other down? And of course, you know, can't, they didn't get a, a good answer for that because it's not supposed to be that way. Uh, the uh, object is to be unified and I can't be unified if I'm in my subconscious digging back at you because I don't feel accepted uh, in my subconscious. And again, this is why, just another good reason why to dig in and see what's in your lower conscience. And in essence, you know, the joking that took place was a good thing just from the perspective of it got me to dig in to the lower conscience to see, well, why does that, why does uh, somebody just send a picture uh, mimicking you? And, you know, like, like yesterday, the picture, I sent a picture just trying to be funny because it was diverting attention. And then the other picture, and it wasn't at the time, I just, I just started laughing because it was, it was kind of funny because the expressions were the same. But then when I started thinking about it afterwards, I was like, wait a minute, 
why then why did I turn around and send that picture about Edward? And that's it's when after after the fact, which is not when I should have been thinking about it. It should have been in the midst of it. I should have been thinking about it uh, because that would have changed my course uh, of direction that I would have traveled in it. It's interesting. I just was thinking about the texting that we've had. What does it show us as our gathering that now me and you see each other more than others. And and I see Josh a little bit more, probably me, you and Josh, I see the most other than a little bit on Sunday and Wednesday. And it just made me think of, wow, this is a way to show, do we see how our communication can improve so much more as a church gathering by where, how are we communicating through the joking? Because there's work to do on communication and having good conversations other than two days a week that it isn't about just two days a week. It's about faith is every day. So it, I'm, I'm seeing it as a light shining on DC, how you can improve on conversations with each other <clears throat> through that. And then, cause we'll have times where we'll have an informal meal or something. And a lot of that is the joking too. So I'm, I'm not seeing it as, there's oh you're wrong because see you're not you're not communicating i see it as well this is good to know because i hadn't thought about what communication do we have other than those two days do we is it still stemming from christianity on well we're meeting two days a week so that's good enough as opposed to what about we have conversations throughout the week but those conversations are like you said positive building up hey hope everybody has a good day. Um, a scripture came to mind to share, to have in your mind as you work today, as you work today, um, set your mind to work as unto the Lord and not men because you're serving God. And then that can, as was told to me by Yah, each day set the tone. So you can set the tone with the word of God. And I'm in not any way removing any kind of humor or anything. I'm not going that to, and that's the thing. It's the balance. It's not going to the side of course joking. It's not going to the side where you're stoic. Nope. We don't joke. We don't know. Find the happy medium. And that's where that is because y'all didn't bring this to us and say, stop texting, stop joking. It was, you're not realizing that. Like when I sent the picture of the lamb and you, as I look at it now, like I started to kind of chuckle a little bit and I'm like, wait a minute, but why is this funny? Am I looking at you? Are you a joke? No, you're not you're my brother. You're a man of faith in God. There is no, you're not a punchline. Like you're, you shouldn't be an object of humor because again, if I'm looking at you, I'm looking at Messiah. Am I going to make Messiah a joke? Like, am I going to send a picture of Messiah with a sheep and be like, no, I'm not, no, I wouldn't do that to Messiah because he's not in, in a spiritual sense, he was a lamb and, and the sheep, but he's not an animal. So there's no reason to compare him or even when I did funny, like, look at your overseers. But again, look at your overseers. We really need to be watching ourselves, how we act. I, just as from a, just a, just being flooded with these ideas, not even realizing when you sent that picture thinking, Sean, think about your behavior as an overseer. Don't, you don't need to put it on you. Just should we be, and I didn't get any kind of thoughts of, delete all these texts or anything, but it, I'm glad this is coming out 
because it was just, it was a, not a realization until now. So now we can make a change now and it'll be, and it's good. So it's like the word says, all things work together for those who love God and are called to their purpose. So this is good. It's functional. Just realize that you can use this for a functional platform. It doesn't need to be a thing where all you're doing is just joking back and forth, which, but you can still have moments, but this is good. I'm, I'm glad y'all is bringing this out because it's an awareness of how are you treating those around you, those that are in faith in God, just be careful what you're doing. So it's good. Right. And uh, with the reality, none of the joking that we've done has been with uh, ill intention. It's been, it wasn't with intention of it. This, this, what we're talking about is all, uh, I would say, the greatest majority of it is subconscious uh, because again, only you would be able to evaluate the, like a picture that you send or something like the picture that you sent as to whether that was intended or not in the lower conscience intended to be a dig or it, because again, that's, that's your evaluation. My evaluation is not that you said or say anything you sent or say anything to me, what my evaluation is, is why does something like that get me to where then I'm, I start thinking, cause this is, this is where I caught myself was, uh, yesterday was I started thinking about, well, how do I, how can I find a picture that looks like that? That's a spinoff of the picture that you sent me kind of like the picture that you took of yourself and then thinking about what, you know, what can I do to, and then I caught myself and I was like, wait a minute, why, why do I feel like I have to send this, you know, send a picture like that? And then uh, sending the one on to Edward, it was, or sending that one first. And then the other one I was looking to do it. And then I was like, wait a minute, why, why am I, and that's when I started digging into the lower conscience. And it's not about me telling you or somebody else that their joking was wrong. That that's, that's your evaluation uh, for you to, to decide if what you do is right or wrong. And the, the when I came to that conclusion yesterday and I sent that uh, the message about the joking, that was because of what I saw in myself. It wasn't because of everybody else. And it's important that we really evaluate how we joke because I can, without evaluation, I can unintentionally joke about you, but just because I did it unintentionally does not mean that it's okay. Uh, because I didn't evaluate, is this going to dig at an insecurity? And I could go through it and figure out, oh, no, I don't see anything that, that that could dig at an insecurity. So I joke about it, but that may hit an insecurity that I don't know about. And that's where uh, if you're going to help me and I'm going to help you, then if something's said, we figure out that it, it, 
bothered us, we can say, hey, I just want to let you know that that bothered me, but I'm not telling you it bothered me because you have to stop doing what you're doing. I'm telling you just so you know that I'm just being transparent. I'm being honest and I'm not, I'm not going to uh, just hide things. Instead, I'm going to uh, bring them into the light. And then what you do with it is up to you. It's not my responsibility to control you. It's my responsibility to control me. And so somebody makes a joke and I feel it and it hurts. And that's my responsibility to say, you know what? I'm going to dig into this and figure this out. And then if I think the other person is in a position where they wouldn't want to uh, be saying things that would bother somebody, then I would just bring it to the attention and say, hey, just wanted to let you know this. You know, because if somebody doesn't care, they're just going to keep using that and ridiculing you. But it's not, it's your responsibility on how you receive what comes to you. Your peace of mind is not external, it's internal. And whether you or anybody else changes doesn't matter to me. What, what my objective goal is, okay, I see something that bothers me. I'm going to work through that and I'm going to figure out how to not let it bother me so that we just have more and more peace so that if somebody tries to use that against me, I don't, I ignore it. I just, like we were talking to Josh the other night, uh, I, I just ignore it. And it's interesting because I'm not sure Josh was not part of that because sometimes Josh will chime in on the joking stuff and uh, Josh did not chime in on that. And I'm uh, thinking that possibly because of what we talked about Thursday night, uh, that just, just an evaluation um, cause that again, stuff that we were telling him rung in my mind and just, we just want to be careful. We want to be honest, but your honesty is really to help somebody else out. Cause I don't want to, uh, be doing things that's going to make people feel bad. And so therefore I want to know if something I'm doing is causing that in you. So I will modify, I, I can't change you and make you not feel bad. That that's still your responsibility. You have to change that, but I can help you on my part by not being the, uh, the one bringing the pain to you and unintentional. It's not, none of it is intentional. And even to the point that you've got to be careful with uh, you, you're joking about yourself because sometimes you'll ridicule yourself just so that other people won't ridicule you. And that's not good either. Now, if you have a situation that happened, it was funny. I shared one with that happened with uh, driving in the car with my daughter and there was no, it was just a situational thing. It just happened to, uh, happen. There was no harm, no foul to anybody. Uh, I, and that was funny as I'm thinking, 
but th- that's a good example actually of an appropriate thing because you weren't putting it at Sean, this is what you've done, or it was just a funny little anecdote. Right. I mean, it was just simple. She asked me if I like dragon fruit and I said, no, I, I like carrying mine. And just, just off the cuff, just, and that's funny. I, that doesn't dig in any kind of lower conscious stuff. It was just, she asked that and it just, uh, you know, you get those puns in your mind where you just think about dragging fruit. Well, why would I drag fruit? Because it'll just get all bruised and scraped and no, just, uh, so there is humor and it is, uh, funny, but some people would hear that and be like, that's not funny. Okay. But again, so there are times where you can have humorous situations that come up and there's not a problem with that. The problem comes in is when you are either intentionally or unintentionally ridiculing or uh, digging in somebody else's lower conscience without realizing it for the sake of acceptance and really for the sake of anything, you shouldn't be doing it. I, unless it's, it's set up to somebody's like, well, nothing bothers me. Nothing bothers me. And you may use something that, you know, just to say, you know, just to get them to say that, wow, something really does bother me because you don't want to be honest with yourself. And that's the, the biggest key is we in faith want to be transparent. If somebody asked us a question, they ask us a question about our life. Now they ask us about, uh, you know, well, what sins did you commit in the past? I'll tell you, you want to know, I'll tell you, I'm not, I want to be transparent so you can see and understand that. Yes, I was a sinner, but now I am not. And I can show that through being transparent, but I can't be transparent if I'm hiding things, if I'm not letting you know that this bothered me or that bothered me. And again, I'm not going to go out into the world and with worldly people and tell them all these things. Oh, well, you said this and that bothered me because you'll hear people do that. Well, the problem with that is they're worldly. They're They're going to end up using it against you rather than Oh, wow, that, that hurt you. I'm not going to say that again, or I'm not, but in a, in a heated moment, that thing will come back up and especially seeing that more often in, uh, male, female relationships, uh, that that happens. And you want, you want to be transparent. You want to be honest you want to have a balance of all the emotions at the appropriate time, but controlled. And we live in a world where there's so much mental imbalance, people have no idea. And the only way you're truly going to get mentally balanced is by the fullness of faith in God. And even with that, that, that really gives you a good, uh, firm, grip to be able to actually start doing these things that we talk about. 
Yep. Let me, I'm just curious on this. If you remember this, do you remember, and it's been several years ago. Do you remember when I would send out a text here and there and be like, Hey, here's a scripture of the day kind of thing. I don't know if you remember that. I did that a couple of times. Well, this just came to mind. I'm y'all bringing this to my mind that, and not just this, but other things that I stopped doing that. And I was like, why did I stop doing that? And what came to mind was the same reason for this texting. Well, I'm looking to get attention. Hey, Sean, thanks for the text. And what happened was, and doesn't mean that nobody responded. I know for sure that it was received well, but I didn't get the response that I thought I was going to get or that I wanted. So I stopped doing it. And I thought there's other things in my life just coming to mind that I stopped doing because I didn't get the response that I thought I deserved or I wanted. But the response was, I remember this and Cindy said this, that she really enjoyed getting those messages with scripture. And that just came to mind. And, but it was like, well, but just because nobody responds doesn't mean that they're not responsive or they don't enjoy it. Cause I remember Josh said that the highlight of his day was getting that scripture or not the scripture, but the, the texting from everybody. And it made me think about this an appropriate use of the texting per day is to send scripture and to send things because it benefits everybody. You send a scripture, you send, I was, for example, I was spending time with Yah and this is from Yah. Really think about this or this scripture was on my mind today. And you would think, well, nobody else would really think about this, but you don't know. They read that and they're like, oh, you know what? I was asking Yah for help and wow, this is their help because this goes exactly the answer I was looking for. And it made me think of the way to do it is to be beneficial, to be functional for everybody is yes, we can still use humor. But what about setting the mind to, when you send those things, send it for an appropriate way and it's good because do you, and I'm positive you'll remember this. Do you remember the commercial that we would joke back and forth about nobody bothers me, nobody bothers me either? Then why are you doing the karate if nobody bothers you? Then what do you need it for? And it made me think of the wit of, well, nobody bothers me, so I'm not going to let this bother me, but it does. And that's why you go right back at that person and they go right back at you and it goes back and forth. Because if you make a statement, nobody bothers me. Well, why do you have to make that statement? If nobody bothers you, then why are you professing it? You would just, well, this doesn't bother me. I don't need to say anything. Just the things that we say in the world. <clears throat> if you're living a faith in Yah. It doesn't matter if somebody sees you as a joke. You're accepted by Yah. You're not a punchline. You're not a joke. You're a precious child of theirs. Once you get to circumcision of the heart, you're on that journey that you're precious to God. God doesn't look at you as a joke. Now it doesn't now other people because of their struggles can look down on you. But the point is, is that in faith in God, that we shouldn't be looking down on each other. If somebody is down, like you said, you're to, help build them up, not to build them up that they're above you, but build them up from that. If you're downcast, well, if you want to not be downcast, then look up, build yourself up, do what is right. Because we're told in the word that we should be, and actually I just read this in Ephesians, what the word says about this, instead of the coarse joking and the filthy language, we should be communicating each other with hymns songs, spiritual songs, singing from our hearts to God. 
why not use the texting platform of psalms and hymns and building each other up just like the word says because that's what's pleasing to god and my focus is to do what's pleasing to god so this is just another avenue of really dig and really look because if your mindset is to be pleasing to god then when this comes up it was just like we had a little bit ago on our evening gathering with the men that we would be eating and snacking and it was just brought up is it really is this really a thing you should be doing is it a distraction is it not and we evaluated and made the decision that we're not going to making a a habit of eating and drinking while we're together because do we do that in the morning session and it's really working out well that we'll have some water and things like that but it's not a distraction like it used to be and doesn't mean that we wouldn't ever have a moment where we decide we're going to do that for a circumstance but the things that yah brings like this it's to help us to walk the godly life and for those that are listening in those that have been listening if you're really tuning into the podcast consistently it's because you want to know what's right to do and do it and this is just another thing to be in the world but not of the world because of the world you would just continue with the coarse joking and the filthy language and the ridicule and stuff because that's the nature but the godly nature is to transform by the renewing of our mind well how can we renew our mind if we don't have more information coming in from god so with this whole circumstance now i'm seeing more of what the balance is in this that to do what is pleasing to god because the ultimate goal should be in anything to walk in obedience to god and to do what is pleasing in their sight this is just another opportunity to be able to do that and it's interesting because if you're looking down on somebody you're actually looking up wishing you were above them why why does it if somebody's beneath you why does it matter to you what what why could it why could it have any effect on you if they are truly beneath you but if you if they're above you or you see them as above you but you don't want them to be above you you want them to be beneath you so that's when your your perception is is you're looking down on them it means you're you're putting them down but you're putting them down because you feel like they're exalted in a place that you should be exalted and you don't even realize that that's the case <clears throat> in the midst of it and so it's a reverse perspective. When you think you're, when you're looking down on somebody, you're actually looking up. You're feeling like you're lower than they are, and you have to put them lower than you. So you flip everything upside down, so you're above them. But it's flipped upside down, so you're not above them. You're still beneath them. And if you're above somebody else, you're not going to look down on them. But why would you look down on somebody? who's beneath you, meaning, and again, we know that the object of faith is equality across the board. Um, But that's the thing. I I don't need to, if you are truly uh, inferior to something, then why does something superior have to look down on you instead of 
no, you know what? You're in this low position, but I want to exalt you to a higher position. So I want to help you instead of hurt you. But we live in a world where our striving, our goal is to be accepted and we will do anything and everything to be accepted, even at the cost of somebody else. And that is not acceptable from a faith perspective, that there's a balance that we have to walk in it, that we're going to do what's necessary, but not at the expense of somebody else. And like we've talked about with the joking, you joke all you want, <clears throat> but be careful because don't joke with the uh, putting somebody else down perspective in it. Uh, and again, just because it's not your intention in your conscious mind doesn't mean it's not your intention in your con- in your subconscious mind. That subconsciously you're doing it. There's a reason that you're doing it. You're you're digging because I feel like I'm on the bottom and I need to get on the top. So I'm gonna I'm gonna try to grab you and push you underneath of me by using these uh, different types of joking rather than I. Uh, doing what is right. And so the appropriate way to joke is just evaluate. Is what I'm going to say, is this actually putting somebody down? Is this actually ridiculing somebody? Is this actually uh, something about them? If they want to joke about themselves, that's up to them. We should not ridicule others, nor should we ridicule ourselves, but people do that in a way to get accepted that well, put myself down that way. How can you put me down if I'm already putting me down? And I did that a lot in the past as a, a protection thing because people joking about things that, that hurt, then I would make the jokes instead and I would take their ability to do it away, but that still left a place in the subconscious that needed to be dealt with. And so it's just uh, the importance that when we're uh, joking, let's really evaluate, is this really a humorous situation or is this an opportunity for me to try to exalt myself over somebody else. Well, Phil, we've had a really good conversation and this is a good stopping point. And this came to mind. We haven't uh, said this in a while. Those that are listening and don't know about the majority, but most of the time people are listening at different time, which times, which is fine other than live. If you have any questions, any kind of comments, we do have a Facebook page. It's Hidden Treasures Revealed. And we also have an email, which is Hidden Treasures Revealed at AOL.com. If you have any comments or any questions, we do have times where somebody will have a question or concern that we could use as a topic. So just putting that out there, if you would like to do that, and we appreciate um, those that are listening in consistently, but more importantly, an encouragement to everybody out there that 
don't just take what we're saying at face value, really dig into it, ask Yah about it. And Yah will show you the truth. They will make it clear to you and apply the truth of God, because that's the absolute best place that you can be. And, um, being Yah's will, uh, I will be back on Tuesday with someone else yet to be determined, but we'll get that figured out with Yah and Phil, anything else you'd like to add before nothing else? I would just say that those that are out there that once again, we're not saying that you don't joke, but from a faith in Yah perspective, really make sure that evaluate to make sure that you're not putting others down and attempting to tear people down so that they can be at what you think your level is. So appreciate you listening in today and Lord willing, uh, plan is to be with you back on this coming Tuesday. Everybody have a good day. Thank you for joining us today on Hidden Treasures Revealed. We want to leave you with this thought. The greatest treasure in life, and especially in faith, is discovery. If we try to convince you of things, you may gain head knowledge, but if we let you discover things, you will have heart knowledge to know and understand and be able to give a good answer for the faith that you have. Treasure hunters seek treasure non-stop. Seek the treasure of God through conversation with them and through their word. Ask, seek, and knock. Ask, and you will receive. Seek, and you will find. Knock, and the door will be open to you. Seek the hidden treasure of God, and you will be blessed by it.